there's, uh, there's nothing more important, more fulfilling, or more life-altering than prayer. There's absolutely nothing greater than prayer. Prayer is a natural human instinct given to us by God when he, he, you know, he, he breathed his breath into his, or his spirit into man. That, that's, that's when he gave it to us. And you know, prayer is a, it's a conversation with God. It's, it's been spontaneous and it can be intentional. It's kind of like this. Sometimes you're like, hey, let's hang out. That's spontaneous. God, we're just going to, hey, here I am. What's up? You know? And then sometimes it's, man, we need to talk. I got some stuff that's going, this is, I, I mean, this is serious. I need, to, I need to schedule an appointment with God. You know? You know, so, so prayer can be you know, either one of those things and a lot of stuff in between. Now, have you ever wanted, like, felt inside, okay, I need to ask God for help, but I just, I don't really know how. I don't really know what the right way is. I'm not sure if I, you know, what words am I supposed to say? Or, you know, how, how can I mess it up? And, you know, I've thought that before. I've, I've realized, like, oh, my gosh, I don't really know what to say here. You know, maybe, maybe you have thought something like this. Well, well, does God even listen? Does he even care? What's going on with me? I mean, really, I've been, I've been a bad boy. And uh, does God really pay attention to people like me? The answer is yes. He absolutely, he does. He wants to talk and to have a, uh, an ongoing uh, interaction with you. Now, in this series of messages that we're doing right now, we're ending today. It's a series called Prayer. What we're doing is we're looking at how to interact with God in an intentional and meaningful way. Today, we're going to look at what's continue. We started last week. We're going to continue what's commonly called the Lord's Prayer, and we're going to see how it can help us. First of all, let's look at the Lord's Prayer in general. The context in which Jesus shared this with us was when his disciples said to him, hey, we see other teachers and their disciples and how those teachers teach them to pray, and, and that's cool. And Yet when we watch you, Jesus, there's something special. I just, I just feel like between the lines they're saying, we want to pray like you. We want to learn to connect with God the way you do. So Jesus, would you teach us to pray like that? And so Jesus gave them what we've come to call the Lord's Prayer. But actually, it was an outline for prayer. He didn't give them a bunch of words, and we're supposed to say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Great, I prayed I connected with God because I, quote, said some words. No, he gave them an outline to help them know how to connect with God and how to pray in a really meaningful way. Now, we said more about this last week, and if you didn't get to be here, I'd encourage you to listen to that. The message is online because the, the, the understanding of this being an outline is so crucial. So using the Lord's Prayer as an outline, as Jesus intended, can energize our interaction with God. If we really give this a sustained try, and really apply yourself to praying this way over time, I guarantee you it'll begin to make a big difference in your life. It will energize your interaction with God. I've been using it literally for over 30 years, and it's still just as fresh because it just helps me so much connect with God. Now, the outline has two parts, focusing on God, which we looked at last week, and then focusing on ourselves. Last week, in looking at part one, we saw two major considerations, okay? First, Here's the first line of the prayer outline. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We talked about that is when we focus on God in thanks, giving him thanks for what he's done and praising him for who he is. Now, it's so important just to pause right there and say, prayer is about fo first 
focusing on God. I don't know about you, but when Chad was talking earlier, you know, when I feel that way, like, man, I got some big deal in my heart, I just kind of want to start saying, God, help, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's okay, but it's better to approach God focusing on Him first because it impacts me, and then it helps me, quote, pray better later. So we approach God and focus on Him first, and our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, teaches us to give God thanks and praise. Now, by the way, Starting with Thanksgiving, saying, Lord, I thank you for this and for that, and you've done this and for that, it starts to stir up my faith afresh right then and there. And so I've got some things in my heart every day. We've always all got needs and concerns for ourselves, for others. You know, there's always things we want to pray for. But starting with a focus on God and giving him thanks stirs my faith up that when I go to pray later for me and for other stuff, something's already happening. Something's already stirring because I'm connecting with God by faith. Now, the second thing is this. Jesus taught them, pray like this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This line of the outline is to help us put God first. It's saying, God, you're first. Your kingdom come, not mine. Your will be done first, not mine. And so when we're saying, God, you are first, now we're getting our priorities lined up. We're getting right with God, so we're focusing on him And we're now establishing, Lord, it's about you. My life is about you. God first, then me and mine and all these other things I want to pray about. Today, we want to take a look at the second part of this outline, the the part that's about us. And and we want to, it's the part where we focus on our lives. Now, let's look at the entire outline. I'm going to read the whole thing to you. And we're going to use that traditional translation that many people in here could probably quote this from heart. And if you couldn't, that's okay because, you know, we're going to read it. Here we go. Matthew chapter 6. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So, so let's dig into this second part of the outline where we begin praying for ourselves. Now, I'm, it starts out here. Give us this day our daily bread. And here's what we, we believe this is talking about. My, our, my or our needs and desires. And I know some of you, if you're really listening hard, you, you, ca- you caught that, right? You mean I can pray and, and ask God for uh, my, my desires? Needs is, we all, it's, it's easy to ask God for our needs, but sometimes you might even feel guilty. Well, I'm going to ask God for my desires. Well, that's what it says. I mean, that's what we just read. Um, give us this day our daily bread and needs and desires. Now, does that mean that I can pray and ask God for something like, um, God, I really want my boss's job? <laughs> How about the lotteries? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that doesn't work because we're all stuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've been praying. <laughs> yeah, does it mean I can say, God, just, just, just kill my boss so I can have his job? No, you know, that's a desire. I really want that job. Well, no, no, no. It, you know, we, we can't pray and ask God to um, do something that's, that's sinful. I guess that was me. Um, you know, we, we can't pray and ask for that. Okay? That, that's, that, that, doesn't, that goes, even common sense would tell you that that's not right, right? But let, let's take a look in the Bible for the answer. What does it really mean then? Uh, if, if we're saying we can pray and ask God for our, our daily bread, our needs, and our desires, let's check the Bible for the answer. Psalm 37, 4. And it, it, it reads this way. Enjoy serving the Lord, and he will give you what you want. Well, wait. Is, 
that, that almost seems to confirm what I'm just saying. I can just ask for anything. Well, this is, a, an, this is an awesome verse. I love this verse too. Give us this day our daily bread and then enjoy serving the Lord and he'll give you what you want. How does this actually work? So he, here's, here's how we think. You know, learning to pray when you say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done at the beginning of this prayer outline, it begins to transform you. And, and then God's desires start to become yours. So it, it, it kind of works uh, this way. The more I spend time with and interact with God, the more I'm going to figure out who he is and, and the more I'm going to become like him. How many of you know that you know, your, your friends and the people you hang out with pretty much determine how you're going to be in the future? Have you ever caught yourself acting like your friends? Have you ever caught yourself wanting to do the same things? That, uh, hey, d- during uh, the music this morning, I, I'm over here, out of the corner of my eye, I see Ed clapping. I'm like, dude, he's clapping like me. Stop it. Stop it. I can't, <laughs> you can't clap like me. That's crazy. You know, but the more you spend time with God, the more you're going to process things the way God wants you to process them. And so what happens is, his desires for your life begin to rub off on you. And so when you start asking for things, really what you end up asking for is what God wanted to start with. Now, it, you know, it might take a little bit of time, but that's kind of how it works. God puts his desires for you in your heart, and then you begin to ask for them. And when God says, we'll give you your desires, I'll give you what you want, that's what he's talking about. He'll give you the things that he already placed in your heart. He's just waiting for you to spend time with him about it. Now, in addition to, to this, there's a few more things we've discovered being true about praying for our needs. The first is believe God wants to help you. When you take time to interact with God, you need to believe that God actually wants to talk to you. You know, God wants to speak to you, not just so-and-so that prays a whole lot, not just so-and-so that has told you of all the great things. God wants to talk to you personally. Uh, on a one-on-one basis. He wants to interact with you. In, in the book of Hebrews, we can even read that, that God is a rewarder of the people that will, it says, if we read the old version, it says that diligently seek him, the people that really go after him. God, I really want to find out who you are. With, with all my heart, I'm going to give this 100%. God rewards, rewards us when we do that. He wants to help. I think this is a big deal. God wants to help you. Now, uh, here's the second thing. Make God your first need, then be specific about your other needs and desires. Put God first. Ed was kind of saying that, but we're going to say it probably at least another time through this message. It's so important. When I take time to interact with God, and I'm using this prayer outline, and I say, God, give us this day my my daily bread. God... um, this is what's going on in my life today. This is where I'm, I'm coming from, and I'm, I'm struggling here. I, I need your help. Be specific. Uh, you know, be, be specific about what you're talking about, and, and then and let God answer you. And then the one, one more is be tenacious and persevere. I'll put that in my terms. Be, keep interacting until you get an answer from God. You, know, you kind of want to beat that, you really, I know it might sound crazy, but in, in some degree, you might want to be like that little kid, like, mom, mom, hey, mom, 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 can I have mom, 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 mom? You know, y'all, if you're a parent, you know what we're talking about, shut up, you know. Um, but 
you can read through the Bible and there's stories about people being tenacious and saying, God, hey, this is going on and I don't have an answer to this yet. What's, you know, help me out here, man, you know? And, and if you keep on with the interaction with God and you continue to spend time with God, um, you're, he'll give you an answer. Now, now, be warned, sometimes it's not the answer you wanted. How many of you, uh, and me, I do this. I pray and I'm talking to God and I already have the answer figured out in my head how he's supposed to fix it. And you know, it doesn't always work that way. But I'm glad because God's way smarter than I am. Uh, And sometimes he's not even close to what I thought. But anyway, as we interact with God this way, we're gonna see him act on our behalf. So that's how we pray for our needs. Let's move on now to look at some other things that Jesus wants us to pray for ourselves effectively. Next, He looks at our relationships with other people, and Jesus gives us this in the outline. He says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Here we feel like Jesus is saying, this is where you need to get free in your relationships. You need to be free in your relationships. Let me unpack it a little bit. The word debt here literally means a mistake that was made so that I owe somebody else something. I, I've stolen something or I've said something mean. I owe them an apology or whatever. And so the debt here is, is a really a general word <clears throat> for any kind of serious mistake or sin and particularly occurring between two people. And so when these things happen, of course, we have a conflict. There's a problem. And if this conflict with another person is ongoing, you end up in a kind of a relational prison Every time you think about them, there's these kind of thoughts or feelings or emotions or you're hurt or angry or whatever. And so you're in a prison to this situation because there's a problem unresolved with a person. And so Jesus wants you to be free from that kind of a prison. And it's really interesting what he puts together. Please pay attention to this. He says, forgive us as we forgive others. This is the only phrase that later After Jesus finished this prayer outline, he commented a little bit more on this one. He says, guys, you've really got to forgive others for God to forgive you because that's how he is. It's like a father whose child is mad at the other kid, and the father knows it, but the kid comes up to the father and acts like everything's fine. And dad's like, don't talk to me like this. Go get right with with Johnny. You you were just mean. Go fix that. See how that, that parent heart comes toward the kid? That's, I think, kind of where God's coming from when he puts... Forgiveness for sin together with us forgiving others, all right? So we suggest that you start off praying something like this. Holy Spirit, bring to mind anyone that I have a problem with. And you know what? He's really good at this. <laughs> he, he is really good at this. So often when I'll pause and I'll say, Holy Spirit, you know, does anybody have a problem with it? Yeah, he'll bring a couple people, you know, to mind that uh, there's a problem. And so... As the Holy Spirit brings people to mind, we need to forgive and release them. We need to forgive and release them. But they're, you know, they haven't asked me to forgive them. It's not about them. This is about you and relating to God and being able to also ask for forgiveness yourself. And so we forgive others and release them, kind of like you're turning the key in the jail and opening up the door and say, go ahead, I forgive you, I release you. And so we do that, and we also might pray as well. I think oftentimes God might impress you to pray for them. Lord, help them, and and Lord, forgive them for what they've done, and help them and help us get, get this relationship fixed, all right? So Holy Spirit, help me forgive others. And then you can pray this. Holy Spirit, bring to mind anyway, I have disobeyed you. So now you're praying about your sin. 
And he's good at this too. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I did. Ooh, yeah, okay, what else, Lord? And so, you know, some things will come to your mind. Just trust that's God and just say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And it's so important when we say, Lord, show me any way I've disobeyed you to be ruthlessly honest when he brings something to mind. You know what? I sin. You sin. We all sin. It's not okay to sin, but it's okay that we're human and Jesus has done something about it. We all fall short. We all mess up. And so when God shows you something, don't, oh, well, yeah, I guess I did kind of mess up. Don't take the kind of out. Just own it. God, I did that. I said that. I'm sorry, Lord. Be honest with yourself and then pray something like, God, please forgive me for this and help me avoid it next time. And when you've prayed, Lord, forgive me, then you can just say, okay, Lord, I receive your forgiveness. That's important. It's, it's important if, if Chad did something to, to hurt me and then said, man, I'm sorry, it's important for me to go, uh, I, it's okay, man, I forgive you. We're good. That, that's how God wants you to understand how he forgives you and wants you to feel too. When you really own it, say, Lord, I'm sorry, I, 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 I blew it. Please forgive me. Then say, Lord, I receive your forgiveness. Just, just pause a minute there and ask him to give you that sense of receiving his forgiveness. So that's how we deal with our issues and relationships, okay? Now let's go on, because it's a challenging world we live in, and God wants to help us live well. So we go on to pray about living in this world. Jesus went on, and he said this, Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is a prayer for protection. Prayer for protection. And it's a protection on two levels. It's protection from myself and my weaknesses and my problems and my hang-ups, asking God to help me with me, and recognizing that I have an enemy out there. Don't lead me into temptation. Lord, help me be sensitive to not go into temptation and deliver me from the evil one. We have this spiritual enemy. His name in the Bible is Satan, and he wants to do all he can to hurt us. So we have our own tendencies, and we have a spiritual enemy, but because God loves us so much, he wants to help, and he wants to help us resist temptation and resist the enemy's attack and be protected from that. So look what we suggest you do. First off, ask God for sensitivity to know his Spirit's guidance. There's a, a, a phrase in the Scripture about God speaking in a small voice, and, and that voice of his, that Spirit wants to speak to us throughout a day saying, Kind of like, uh, 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 you know, when I'm about to blow it, when I'm about to say something I shouldn't, I'm about to make a wrong decision, and I really know better. It's, it's like he's like, hold on, hold on, kind of like pulling back on the reins. And don't you wish sometimes God would just slap you upside the head and say, don't do that, you know, and you, you know, it, it'd stop you. But he's not that way. He just gently pulls on those reins. He gently speaks to you. He whispers in your, in your heart. Well, that's why I say, Lord, help me be sensitive because I know you want to guide me today. And then second, ask him for strength to follow his lead. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I know the right thing. It's about doing the right thing, isn't it? Or saying the right thing or not saying the wrong thing. So, Lord, give me sensitivity and then strength to follow your lead. So the final part of the outline now that Jesus moves on <clears throat> is a good way to end any kind of prayer time with the Lord because we're turning the focus back to him. Here's how Jesus ended this outline. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So we're saying this is now where we can refocus on God being first in everything. So when you put it together, we focus on God, 
then focus on ourselves and come back and end with a focus on God, this can make a big difference in our lives. So we really, really hope you'll be giving this a try. And remember, the goal is to interact with God, not to get through an outline, but to understand this is like a roadmap, and this will keep me going, and then I can start over. So be sure you pause to listen and respond to God throughout praying with this Lord's Prayer outline. So we want to wind it up today with a few additional prayer tips. To, uh, we're really wanting to give some practical application to things. And so here's the first one. Well, heck, I just said it, didn't I? Uh, the first one is get practical. Uh, consider when, where, and how you're interacting with God. Um, the, the way it works for me and the way I apply this is when I wake up in the morning, um, you know, and after I've hit the snooze a couple times, open my eyes, you know, and, and for me, it's my phone that's beeping, and so it goes off, but it, give me a second to remember where I'm at, you know, and what, what's happening, and what day it is, and then first thing in the morning, just take a few moments just to interact with God. Hey, God, you know, thanks that I woke up this morning, you know, and you know, lead me through the day, and whatever, but have a conversation first thing in the morning, and then right before you go to bed. Now, that, that's really common in especially this Southern culture. You know, people, people pray with their kids a lot of times before they go to bed. Now, maybe you haven't, and if, and if you haven't, uh, maybe it's a good time to start. And, and, just, and not just your kids, though, but with you. As an adult, a, a good plan is in the morning when I wake up and before I go to bed, spend some time, specific interaction, you know, on purpose. And then throughout the day is great, but starting and ending your day with intentional prayer, it's one, it's a great plan, all right? So that, that's one tip. Second one is this, spend this week focusing on the second part of the Lord's prayer outline. So here it is, it's all about you this week, uh, just about you. Just take the second part of the outline that, that we've discussed and, you know, and, and really, really focus on that part. When you're talking with God, focus on you and, hey, my, my, my daily bread, the things that I need, and, and also, you know, my where I've gone wrong, you know, the forgive me part, and, and then the, you know, just the God lead me the right way part. Spend time this week on that second part. And then number three is stop and listen when the Holy Spirit speaks to you as you interact with God. Folks, this is huge. If you've been asleep this whole time, because Ed, like, you know, put you to sleep, he was talking too long. Um, listen to this, Okay. It's very important that you listen to God when you're interacting with him. It's very, very important. Um, there, there was a, a time, I remember, this actually happened three times over the same subject. I'll just give you the last time. I was talking to God. There was a major decision, right, that I, that I had to make, and I knew I had to make it. And deep down, I actually knew what the decision should be. But it, I was asking God and saying, God, um, you know, what, what do I need to do here? And I, I heard God say, bam, this is it. This is what you should do. And my reaction was like, eh, no, nah, that can't be it. Eh, well, maybe not. Ah, come on, really? That, that can't. That. Well, I'm asking God. I'm talking to God. And, he, and, I, and I hear this, wham, this is what you need to do. And I was like, mm, that, didn't fit my, um, that didn't fit my plan. That didn't fit what I had figured out you were supposed to answer me when I asked you. So eh, let's not do that. But the, the truth is, I, I decided, wait a minute, Chad, you're asking God. He answered you. Now, you might ought to, since he's a little bit, a lot smarter than you, you might ought to go ahead and follow that. So I did. And, and it put me on a course that led, led my life to being better than it had ever been. Had I not 
listened when I was interacting with God? Had I got, like I said, nope, that's not it, and went my own way, you know, and just felt good about the fact that I prayed but didn't really listen, I think things would have ended badly for me. Uh, and the things wouldn't be, wouldn't be good. God's interaction is always life-giving, even if it doesn't seem like it to begin with. Now, um, as, we, as we close out today's service and uh, we're ending this series on prayer, we want you guys to... Um, Really take time to, to pray and interact with God. It's a big deal. It's so, so, so important. Now, as we close this morning, we want to take just a moment here to talk to two special groups of people. All right, the first one is this, and, and you may be in this one, that, that you have something you know, burning inside you, and it's saying, I want to start a meaningful relationship with God, and I, I want to be all in with him. I'm, I'm ready to, to get going here with God, and if this is you, if you're one of those, if you're part of that group, I want to recommend that you take a moment here with me and, and just make today the starting point for your life with God. Right, today's the day I want to kick it off. I'm going to get going. I want to begin this relationship with God. And, you, and the way you can do that is you just talk to him from your heart. It's a, we're, you're praying, but it's more an interaction than just saying some specific words. Now, I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about and how if today was me, if I was in that group today, this, I'm going to give you an example of how I would talk to God. Just to try to, try to, to again, give you something practical to grab hold of. Um, as, I, as I show you, as I, as I say this, um, if it's you, if you're in this group, you can make these words yours. You can, you can actually talk to God from your heart at the same time here. Now, if you're a regular attender today or you're, you're not part of this group, don't, don't worry about repeating this after me today. All right, so here we go. This is how I would do it in, in this group, you, you could do it something like this. God, I want to be all in with you. I, wanna, I want you to lead my life. Please, oh, please forgive me where I've, I've gone wrong. And Holy Spirit, please fill me up with your life today. Um, I need help. I need help following Jesus' example. And thank you so much for loving me and giving me the chance to be part of your family. Amen. That, that's kind of the conversation that, that I would, you know, that's kind of the way I, I would talk. And you know, if that's you today and you're like, yeah, that's me. That's exactly where I'm at. That's what I want to do. Um, I encourage you to do that. And, and then take that, the connect card that you got and there's a little box on that, card, not, uh, on that card that says, today I began a meaningful relationship with God and, and, and put a little X on check or whatever in that little box. And, and if you do that, we, we just wanna send you a little information to say, hey, here's, here's your next step. You started a relationship with God and we wanna help you uh, with a, a next step, get going and get rolling so you can, so you can move forward. Now, um, that, that'll help us send you that information about what to do next. Now, the other group we, we always wanna speak to is, you could be a person that this may be the first time you've ever been in church, or maybe it's been a long time, or maybe there's just something going on in you that, that this is starting to get to be more serious. You, you feel like, man, maybe there really is something in this God stuff and Jesus and church and all that. And we just always want to address that group to say, we're glad you're here. And we want to encourage you, just keep on. Keep on coming to church. You probably know some Christians you could talk to and just say, hey, tell me about you and Jesus. How, how does that work? And 
Uh, we want to encourage you just to uh, get as involved here as you can. Uh, sign up for one of these Ignite groups coming up next week and, and get involved and just, just see what God is doing in a church and the difference it can make in a family. And then you yourself could also do what Chad just did a few moments ago. You could come to that place where you can connect to God and ask him to come into your life and begin that wonderful relationship that we can have because of Jesus.